Portia. We are just two pearls. Join us for Adventures in Pearls. Hey, Pearls. This episode is brought to you by the 224 Ecospace. A reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 24 through 27. Do you not know that in a race, the runners all compete, but only one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may win it. Athletes exercise self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable one. So I do not run the race aimlessly, nor do I box as though beating the air but I punish my body and enslave it, so that after proclaiming to others, I myself should not be disqualified. Thus ends the reading. Thus ends the reading. Amen. So today we're going to talk about the Rio Olympics. 2016. 2016, where there was a whole lot of life and black and gold, and it was beautiful because we were living our life like it's golden. (laughs) So it was a lot of fun. We had a great time. I had a great time watching from my living room. Indeed. But there were so many beautiful black people in the parade of flags. We saw black people all over the world who were athletic, from runners to swimmers to to gymnasts. We saw people all over the world competing, but particularly as it represents the United States of America, we saw our favorite Olympians, including our Simones. We saw the Williams sisters. Uh We saw so many beautiful faces, and we just want to talk a little bit about that today as we were able to celebrate at Rio this year. Right. It was amazing, and I was definitely super inspired. First of all, to like get my abs in order, um, because the final five, when they took that picture on the beach, mm. I was like, so my abs are all out of order. Um, and then also like, I mean, watching Allison Felix, who I think is 30 now, who's just been killing the game for yeah. so long and watching her really succeed and win and also just be smart in that moment where during the trials, um, the team USA women's what was it four by one mm-hmm. they dropped the baton and Allison Felix said to her teammate finish the race because we're going to contest this right. and I can't even imagine because a four by one is so fast when they had that moment to communicate that like finish the race um, but that's what happened and then they ended up winning the whole thing and bringing right. home gold and that's in part because of her leadership and also just because of her like intelligence Right, and I think often so much when we see athletes, we forget about, you know, we see the physical, right? We see like rock hard abs, <laughs> strong legs. We know that there was like hard physical work that went into yeah. it. But we don't even think about the intellectual piece of it, like knowing your sport, knowing your game, knowing strategically, how am I going to win this thing? And so I was really inspired by that moment, watching her at 30, which is a young age in the world, but an old age in sports, (laughs) and watching her step up and be the leader and instruct her team in such a way that they were really able to intelligently, in the end, get the gold. So that was one of my, like, favorite moments. Yeah, and I can see that because what you all may not know, Pearls, is that Jamie is a runner, like a (laughs) real runner. 
like she gets up early in the morning and this woman can go so yeah jamie is a runner so i can see why that would be like a moment that really would inspire you and for me um what really inspired me was two moments actually was when one when simone slipped on the beam mm -hmm. and she was just kind of she just brushed it off like you know oh well it happens and when right. she shared that i think you all wanted me to win five gold more than i did she just wanted to come and do her best mm -hmm. and for her to have still placed and got on the podium having a slip and a fall it it just shows that you can still be great and make mistakes like there is yeah, like the, that's a word. the uh, perfection is an illusion and so I appreciated that moment of how she was still able to come out on top and still be the greatest of her generation and yeah. of this time in yeah. gymnastics and then two um, speaking in the same token um, in the same uh, vein rather is Serena when even though she didn't win mm -hmm. Serena has won so many Grand Slam titles more than any other tennis player she is at the top of her game she's in her 30s she's still winning titles even though she didn't win the gold this year at the Olympics it does not take away from her greatness and I think that's important for us to remember that even if we don't win, we're still champions, mm -hmm. you know, because even though we may not win every battle, we still can win the war and we can still win the great victories and titles. And so I was really inspired by Serena yeah. and Venus as well, yeah. but also by Simone Biles that even in their um, non-shining moments, mm -hmm. they still won Yeah, and they came out on top. So that's really what I took away right. for me. Yeah, for sure. But I want to like shout out, uh, you've already done Simone Biles, who was amazing mm -hmm. in so many ways, and is just like a bright, shining star. Like I love her perkiness, mm -hmm. um, and the way that you know, if you follow the Final Five, especially on Twitter, they're like super active with people who were supporting them. Um, and you know what I always love about women's gymnastics since the girls tend to be so young yeah. they really inspire like a future generations of up-and-coming girls to like get active to get in the gym and that it can be fun and what I love about gymnastics in particular is that I don't know I just feel like gymnastics is a perfect demonstration of womanhood right mm. like they have to be so athletic and so strong right like mm. those girls are so strong they're nothing but muscle but at the same time gymnastics is an art right yeah they have to be pretty they have to be perky they have to wear their makeup and do their hair in a particular way we'll get to hair in a moment gabby douglas but they have to do their hair in a particular <laughs> way they have to interact in a particular way with the audience right they almost have to like flirt their way into our world while at the same time doing this extreme athletic feat like literally like you said like not stumble on a thin beam yeah. swing around on bars and make it look easy and elegant and effortless um you know be doing all these floor routines that are all at the same time like flirty and so strong like all at the same time they have to like entice us with both their beauty and their athleticism and I feel like, you know, that's almost like the plight of a woman in America, Absolutely. right? Where we kind of have to like walk that beam, walk that balance beam and make it look amazing. Right. <laughs> look amazing. Right. And also the gymnasts remind us that we have to be flexible. Mm -hmm. You know, as women, we are required to, or at least society has pressured us to feel like we have to backbend, yeah. we have to do flips and we have to do tricks, but we can do it gracefully right. and make it look so easy. And that's what I love about being a black woman. Like we can make things look so easy. <laughs> In fact, <laughs> they've come up with the phrase, is. what, black girl magic, which we can totally talk about more on another show. 
but it like kind of falls into that category right where we have to do things that seem so impossible and make it feel and look and have people experience it as though it's just magic. Exactly. And every black woman who was in the Olympics this year made it look so easy. And the way they just like flexed on everybody, it's like, yeah, we got this. It was so much black girl magic. And um, Sister Michelle, who was the shot putter, like yeah. just like, wow, the amount of strength and the amount of courage that it takes to be able to do that. And it was just so empowering to see how black women, how we can make it just look so easy. But Mm -hmm. the amount of time, the tears and the blood and the sweat that goes into these things and how we just look, how we can just shine and come out on top. And it was so beautiful to see. Right. And, you know, I also think about when we think about gymnastics, when we think about, you know, even a shot put, we think about swimming to get to Simone Manuel for a moment. Like these aren't sports that were designed for us, right? Um, they didn't readily open the door for a, for a Simone Biles and a Gabby Douglas, right? And like speaking on it, Lori Hernandez to be on the same Olympic team at the same time, at the same time, winning, like winning gold, like little girls of color who were sixteen. 19 and 20 are like we were holding all of our hopes and dreams on them and they didn't disappoint us and they made it look so beautiful and so easy and they made it look fun like i just loved watching the girls on team usa olympics like have team usa gymnastics in particular like have fun with each other right i loved that um you know we've done another show on feminism and i just loved the way that they showed the good side of feminism right which is like girls being able to support each other and be strong and love each other's strength right Right. like when um ali raceman won silver finally after like five times of going around for the all-around right (laughs) and um simone biles her teammate was more interested in ali getting on the podium than she was in the fact that she had won gold Right. right and then even when ali saw that ali was saying like you know she's the best in the world so it was just cool to be up there with her right so like them being able to love and support each other like on the biggest stage in the world it's super cool um but yeah i think what simone manuel did in the pool is like so important yeah um, because definitely pools are a place that's been close to us and mm-hmm. you know we have all of this trauma in our bodies related to like water and water being used as a tool to oppress us or to hold us back or to harm us right and she got in that pool and she did that in 50 meters honey she did (laughs) and the the sincere and the pure joy that was on her face and i think that's what also um we can take away from the olympics is the joy there was so much joy and simone emmanuel she had so much joy because in the pool she just started like crying and like praising lord in the pool like she her feet didn't even hit the pavement yet (laughs) before she enjoyed the moment and just watching black women enjoy a moment that they work so hard for and it's so important because they say um that they drained an entire pool because dorothy danger stuck her toe in right and to say that to know that we were not even welcome in public pools yep. to now the biggest pool in the world, right. a world stage pool right. to see a black woman come out on top bring out the gold, right. and bring out a gold. It's so important. Right. So important. Yeah. So let's quickly talk about Gabby Douglas's hair. And then I want to talk about what happens when Rio comes home. Okay. 
um, Gabby Douglas's hair. So you guys need to follow Portia's blog. I'm going to plug it, Portionality. <laughs> and she wrote um, a blog post about Gabby Douglas. And I can did. you like kind of like sum it up really quickly? Yeah. So really quickly, I submitted um, on my blog, Portionality.com, a open letter to Gabby Douglas, letting her know that she is loved. She is beautiful because I saw all the criticism that people were giving her about her hair again. You know, this is not the first time that we've seen this. We saw it back in 2008 at the um, the Olympics and yeah. uh, was it? oh in London yeah. and the London Olympics. And so now it's we're seeing it again in Rio. And so I wanted to just show Gabby some love, show her some report, um, support, and just allow the people to know, like, lay off. It's okay. She is a world-class gymnast. She's doing things that many of us can't even imagine doing or even try to do. And why why the hate? You know, don't hate on Gabby Douglas. She's doing it. Right. Yeah. Um, she represents her country, I think, so well. Um, and, uh, you know, I think about black women and health, which is such an important topic. And I'm really glad that to bring another completely different woman who was not in Rio into the story. But, you know, Michelle Obama has had her Let's Move movement, which has mm-hmm. been really big, I think, especially in communities of color, of getting us to really take physical fitness seriously, which is really important. But, you know, my entire life I've heard women say that one of the reasons why they don't do physical fitness as much as they should is because of concern about hair, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, even to go to the hair salon and she'll say something like, what happened to your hair? And I'm like, you know, I've been exercising. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, like, I'm going to exercise. Sorry. My edges are not going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. My hair might poof up. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad to have it on my head. Um, but not... You know, our, our our culture, right? Black female culture doesn't allow us to always feel that way. We right. can feel less than beautiful because our edges aren't laid, right? right. <laughs> we talked about this four years ago with Gabby Douglas. And, you know, people came out and supported her. But at the same time, it's like, why is it even a topic? When I look at her, I see her beautiful gymnastics. Her hair is pulled back, which is what's required for her sport. Mm-hmm. And so I see her fulfilling the requirements of her sport as exactly. well as she can as a black woman who, you know, we have kinks and naps and all that sort of thing is what happens. And she's rocking it on the world stage and looks great um, represents our country really well. Um, and so it's just fascinating that even in that moment, our biggest concern is this depiction of black women really as a representation of like white womanhood, right? Mm. Like we have to be like slicked down. Like really, that's the most important thing. How silky smooth my hair looks <laughs> is really the most important thing. And so it's fascinating. And I think she really, she's a world-class athlete, not only in terms of like what she can do as a gymnast, but also just in terms of like her mental fortitude. She's only 20, or she was only 16 last time. And being able to overcome that, to come back from that. Um, she was one of the judges of Miss America, right? Yes. Recently. Um, and one of my friends was in the competition. <laughs> <laughs> she has, um, you know, she's, like, she's really created an enterprise for herself outside the world of gymnastics, where she's in demand in terms of fashion in terms of we want to know her story in terms of writing in terms of inspiring young girls and so we should be really proud of her but what happens when Rio comes back to the United States Mm. (laughs) Mm. unpack that question Jane so 
concerned about the flag of the United States of America, huh. which has also become super important recently in sports with the Colin Kaepernick okay. um, situation, mm-hmm. how we treat our flag and how mm-hmm. athletes treat the flag, right? So um, Colin Kaepernick is a completely different topic. We can definitely talk about that another time. But I want to talk about Gabby Douglas and the way that she responded to the flag in Rio and Ryan Lochte and I think the way that he represented America, right? Mm. The flag wasn't involved, but it's always sort of somehow involved. So we'll just call it the flag on both accounts, even though they're different situations. So um, Gabby, her team won all around gold, which was awesome. The second time in a row that America's bringing that home with two of their returning athletes, Gabby and Allie, right? So it's a big deal. And I think, first of all, all of the girls, like I said, they're young, so they're all like overwhelmed by the Absolutely. Um, And so everyone stands for the national anthem. Beautiful. And the four other girls on her team put their hands across their hearts. Right. And Gabby stood at attention in front of the flag. She didn't put her hand across her heart. Right. And so there's a lot of like media backlash of people saying that she was trying to make a Black Lives Matter statement (laughs) by not putting her hand across her heart. And so afterwards, of course, Gabby gets on Twitter and it's like, hey, what's going on? I'm a military kid. We always stood at attention in front of the flag. That's what I do every single time. And then she posted her little bitmoji, her little Gabby bitmoji, which is adorable, and the little American flag around her body and was like, go USA, right? Which I thought was like a world-class response. Um, At the same time, right? So we have this kind of like this story that to me was just a little bit weird. Like I just thought that was like, a weird critique of her right yeah i just thought it was weird um i understand why it mattered to the people it mattered to but it's also like weird like y'all are weird um (laughs) your critique is weird maybe you're not weird but your critique is weird um and then we have ryan lochte right okay ryan lochte is what in his 30s he's something (laughs) <laughs> he's not a kid okay Gabby Douglas but they, but is 20 they, they say oh that boy and it's like what that's a grown man Gabby is 20 it's her second Olympics um, she's not a kid either technically right. but she's young Ryan I think might be in his early 30s I don't think he's even like just 30 like I think he's a little bit over 30 okay and Ryan has been to multiple Olympics right yeah he's an Olympic swimmer. he was definitely in he's London won a lot of medals I think he's been to three or four Olympics not as many as Michael Phelps but <laughs> <laughs> By the way, in case you're confused, Michael Phelps is the most decorated. So yeah, not um, Michael Phelps. But like Ryan does pretty well for himself. And so, I mean, like, how did you perceive that whole? Can you just break it down for people? What happened in Rio with Ryan? You know, this is but okay. So the Porsche version of the story. <laughs> That's what you want. That's what we want. You know, the Porsche version. <laughs> so Ryan Lochte was out having a good time, and he lied and was like, <laughs> "Mama, I'm in trouble." And of course, like mothers do, they, you know, try to find out what's really going on. Come to find out the man was not robbed like he said he was. He said he was robbed. Um, And like, I guess someone like did some gross uh, gestures and whatnot. And come to find out he was partying and he wasn't doing what he was supposed to do. So he was being bad. He was trying to blame it on somebody else, his actions. Right. And so... Now it's just like, oh, boys will be boys. But it's like, will boys be boys? Or does Ryan Lockley need to, you know, have some consequential repercussions for his lies? And his, I mean, he he got his hand caught in the cookie jar is basically what happened. So basically, Um, that's the Porsche story. So the (laughs) International Olympics, like officials or whatever, 
their response when they learned that Ryan's story might be a bit fabricated or exaggerated. A lie. Um, is that they said, you know, kind of like boys get into trouble. They were just boys being boys. So Ryan is over 30. The other young men he was with, I think, are all in their 20s. So they're not boys by any stretch of the imagination. They're Olympic athletes. All of them have been to major competitions in the past and know that when they're doing that, they're representing Team USA swimming, right? And so they knew, like, this is probably going to end up going somewhere. And, you know, I do understand where they were coming from initially, right? Because they made a mistake, right? That, of course, a lot of, like, I understand. If black athletes had made the same mistake, we wouldn't be calling it a mistake. Come on But at now. the same time, you know, they got too drunk. They were out late at night. And they made a mistake, right? They were out in public making fools of themselves. And lots of drunk people do that. That's not rare behavior, We've right? We've seen it on several occasions. Exactly. The issue then is turning it into a story that makes the people of Brazil look like they did something to them. Basically. Right? And so I do understand embarrassment, right? I think we can all understand embarrassment. Like you were out doing something stupid and you got caught, right? We can all understand that. So I understand the point where he was like, this is a really embarrassing thing that just happened to me. Yeah. Right? Um, and the question is, as an international athletic figure from any country, how do you respond when you know that you're the one in the wrong, that you did the embarrassing thing yourself? And he showed immaturity yes he did and i'm sure this is something he's been doing his entire life right like as like a young white man i'm sure he's gone tons of swimming competitions made tons of mistakes um of various you know clearly not at this scale but you know maybe there was somebody there to cover it up for him immediately and there just wasn't in this situation um and he's probably lied to his mother before and so he did what he always does and it turned into like an international incident okay so bring this back to the United States. Yep. And there's this fun little program that airs like once or twice a year on ABC. Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars. Okay. <laughs> and so Dancing with the Stars is like, of course, it's this show where they have these professional dancers who get paired up with people who are stars in one way or another. I use the term star kind of loosely. Um, <laughs> and they teach the people how to do ballroom dance. And then at the end, there's one winner who goes home with the mirror ball Okay. And there's always this big reveal, um, like a week before the show starts to tell us who the celebrities are going to be on Dancing with the Stars. And so there's like a couple reasons I feel like why celebrities do Dancing with the Stars. It's either like your career is really on a downswing on a downturn, and you want to yeah. like get back on screen or it's because your career is on the upswing and you want people to know who you are. Like exactly. Zendaya did it several years ago. It put her career kind of like on the upswing people whose careers are kind of stalling right who like might have been like on an 80s sitcom but we don't really know who they are today like they might do it mm -hmm. like vanilla ice is on right now i don't know why um, Babyface is on there Babyface is on right <laughs> um maureen mccormick who was marcia on the brady bunch is yep. on um she looks pretty much the same um but then there's some others that are interesting to me okay so we have rick perry who's a former governor of Texas and who had two failed presidential runs. And he claimed the other day that he was doing the show because his daughter's getting married and so he needs to be able to dance at the wedding. Okay. <laughs> I think that he's making himself look absurd. Um, and I don't, like, I kind of have mixed feelings about 
politicians former politicians or present politicians being considered to be like stars right because like what does that mean for our country like our politicians are stars now well ronald reagan he was a star first though yeah okay i'm i mean i don't know donald trump <laughs> so anyway so rick perry is on i hope he gets voted off very quickly they do this thing where you get to do like two episodes before you get voted off you automatically kind of get two episodes so i hope he's the first one to go oh my goodness I'm, I'm just being honest okay but then we have a couple of athletes from the rio olympics who are on the show yeah right? Lori's on there the adorable Lori hernandez the human emoji is on the show who she'll did probably amazing. win right because she already is a dancer I'm, you know, slightly different, but a dancer. And she has the discipline and whatever. But then we have this other Rio athlete. Mm -hmm. We have Mr. Ryan Lochte, who apparently agreed to be on the show before this whole Rio drama went down. But I think everybody's replaceable, right? They could have put him off for like a couple of seasons, right? They didn't need to put him on at this particular moment. Which makes me question um, a little bit about ABC. It's like, okay, so was this, did he actually sign these contracts beforehand? Or is this a good way for you to try to get more people to watch? Because, you know, Dancing with the Stars has been on for a few seasons, you know? I mean, we're in the teens at this point. Yeah, the 20s, man. Actually, the 20s. 23 or something like that. Yeah, I mean, and so is this a way to keep the people interested? And I mean, if we know media, we know television right, we know yeah it creates a backstory and so um and, and in the long run i ain't mad at you abc if you need to you know continue to get those ratings i mean you got to right. do what you got to get those ratings right but at the same time it's like hmm, ryan lochte but then the other night the first show there was an incident that went down right yeah and that was kind of like a uh-oh <laughs> you know this is a family program and there were some protesters that really were vocal about ryan lochte's presence on Dancing with the Stars right. and that brought a lot of attention um, the right. other night. Right, which also made it feel almost a little bit like, hmm. Mm-hmm. hmm. Interesting. Fascinating. Because now Dancing with the Stars has all of this conversation happening around it, which they're good for every year. There's always somebody who like ends up, or I think two people last season ended up in hospital beds. Like they're really good for creating these huge stories, right? Which is ABC, so it's perfect. They already had their ABC News. Like, it's perfect. Um, so, yeah. So, Ryan Lochte has these protesters, right? They're, like, two guys, though. It's two guys in shirts that say, like, that have a red X over his name, basically. Right. Like, it wasn't even that deep. But then, because, like, when I read the story initially, I was like, oh, my gosh. This was, like, a serious incident. Right. And then, like, when I, like, watched it back, I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because the reason why I thought it was a more serious incident than it was was because I read a news article first about it, right? Um. And the news article was quoting some of the other celebs who were on the show with him. First of all, of course, it quoted him being like, I'm so hurt, I'm so sad, blah, blah, blah. Um, But then I think it quoted Vanilla Ice and Calvin Johnson, who's on the show, um, the football player. He's doing a great job. He is. Um, And both of them were calling him something akin to like an American hero. And that kind of, I was like, don't we reserve that title for people who are like vets of war or for people who were like first responders to like major like terrorist attacks and that sort of thing. And so it's just, you know, interesting how this entire story has been flipped, right? So we pay attention to Ryan as a kid. Mm. He made a mistake. He represented his country. He brought us gold medals. So we can't be mad. (laughs) But back to Gabby. She stands in front of the flag. She stands at attention in my mind, and I think in her own mind, there was no protest. There was nothing that she was trying to do wrong. Right. And 
that's a major incident. We don't see her on, you know, we did see her on the Miss America pageant, which is great, but we're not seeing her really being pushed out there like that, mm-hmm. right? And so it just highlights to me, um, you know, a double standard because like for me, it's like the real heroes of the Rio Olympics were those five little girls and leotards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> a lot of you, like, other people did great too. But I loved those five little girls in those leotards. And they really represented to me American womanhood. Like yeah. so well. They did. And they did. they did such a great job. And they were so supportive of each other. And then that story of, you know, all the black athletes, male and female, who did such a great job in Rio, gets overshadowed by this one drunk white guy. One white guy, and that just seems to always be the story. It's just like, no matter how much, and this is just how it's just played out, and it kind of annoys me a little bit, because like, no matter how great we are, no matter how well we do, it's just like, if one person can just spoil the whole thing but you want to know something i think as a community as mm-hmm. particularly us as people of color we have done a great job celebrating our people yeah and not allowing the foolishness and the mistakes of someone else to overshadow the greatness of what happened so at the end of the day when we think about rio olympics mm-hmm. i don't think they think ryan lochte's foolishness i think they think all of the great things that happened in Rio. Yeah. Um, particularly with the women's gymnastics team and all of the people's names who we did not know who walked away with medals. Yeah. And now that we do know their names and we can celebrate them. And so when we think about Rio, I think we think about champions and I think yeah. we think of winners and yeah. gold. Yeah. When I think about Rio, I think about perseverance and I think about like just extreme courage right Mm -hmm. um especially i think this olympics was probably uh considering it's 2016 there was so much going on on social media which wouldn't have been going on in previous olympics in addition to like what's actually happening there in rio and i just watched athletes i think handle themselves with a lot of class and really demonstrate to us that even in a country that's becoming more and more divided because of politics, because of race, because of gender, because of sexuality, because of economics, that we can come together and we can be strong and the USA is still out there kicking and fighting and we can still bring home the gold. (laughs) Yeah, we can. Yeah. up with our adventures at just2pearls.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at just2pearls. Email us at adventures at just2pearls.com.